0: just as soon as, as soon as I can feel led of the lord to do so but this has been one of those messages that man it makes me it makes me joyous we look in the world in which we live today and you see nothing but turmoil and darkness as far as the world is concerned but the christian what we see should be the very opposite of what the world is offering. We see some of the most beautiful things that awaits the future of the Christian. A time when the love of Jesus is going to be really realized in its entirety in our very near future. Right now, we, we accept this love by faith. We believe that He loves us, but I'm telling you there's not going to be anything that's quite like the view that we'll have face to face. In first John chapter one or chapter three and verse one and two, again the Bible says, Behold what manner of love the Father hath past tense bestowed upon us. This is something that's already took place in our lives as as you're saved by the grace of God. The first thing that I want you to realize is the real love that He has passed upon each and every one of us that are born again. To be able to, to know that He has loved us, that He's gave His life for us. Now, again, we're talking about What the Heavenly Father has done before us on behalf of His Son, Jesus Christ. He sent His Son to die for us, to pay our sin debt. What manner of love that that must have taken. That He would give His only begotten Son that you and I might have. Life everlasting folks, I don't know what you think about that. I mean i I really do have an idea what you think about this, but uh, uh, just to know that he loved us that much, it just it's amazing to me. I walk out every morning on my porch about usually around five a m, and I'm sitting there as I'm thinking my Lord, in prayer for a night's rest. And I'm thanking him for the days brought me to, but I can never stop thanking him until I've thanked him for his love for me and my family. Behold what manner of love he hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. And tonight, if you're here and you don't know the Lord your Savior, listen. This is the kind of love that you can experience this very moment, right where you're sitting. You don't even have to wait for an invitation. Right where you are, right now, as you are. The Bible says in Romans in chapter 5 and verse 8, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us. Excuse me. Let's go over there. I'm still in chapter 3 of verse uh, number 1, but I want to read this and get it right. But God, there's the words I'm looking for. This is the reason why I say to you that are lost and undone, and maybe you're waiting on a, an opportunity. Maybe you're waiting till your life is just right. Maybe you're waiting to get things in order. But what about right now? What if your appointed time should come before you go home and lay your head down to rest? Would you have this hope? but god commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us now i want you to i want you to think about what he says here behold what manner of love the father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of god and then we come back over to romans 5 and 8 where it says but god you're sitting here and you're thinking, I'm, I've not got things in order yet. But he's saying to you this very moment, he's commended his love towards you in that while you are yet a sinner, right where you're at right now, he has power to save and he has love to offer. That's one of the greatest things that you can ever get a hold of that now you are called a son or daughter of the Almighty. Behold what manner of love he hath bestowed upon us. Now, when I go to my second point, not only are we now the children of God, but the Bible says that we shall be like him. Now this is where I'm going to spend the rest of my message at. That we're going to be like him one day. Right now, it is the goal of each and every Christian. It should be the goal of each and every Christian to get better and better every day, to grow stronger in our faith, to be more holy. But in our mere incapabilities, we are unable to get to a place where He is. But there's coming a day when we're going to be changed. That in and of itself should make you rejoice because there's coming a day when we're not going to have to deal with sin and the old man anymore. This is one of those times, and I'm going to have to get calm back down, but this is one of those times that you know is every day that we deal, we walk through this life, the devil is doing his best to cause us to sin. Those things that come in our mind, it may not be you know anything hideous. It may not be anything black, dark, and and you know, deserted of morality. But it could just be anything that would cause us to step away from the love of God. That's sin. It could be anything that would cause us to. Put something ahead of God in our lives. That's sin. Or the failure to recognize the good that God has done to us. That's sin. When we think about our Savior and our Heavenly Father, we're thinking about sinlessness. We're thinking about the holiest of holy. One day we're going to be in that condition. One day we're going to be in a body that's going to be changed and the old man is forever done away with and the new man reigns supremely in our lives. It's a time where we're going to be in heaven. It's a time after the rapture when our bodies have changed and we no longer have to deal with sin. We shall be like Him and that we'll know no more sickness. You know, today I mean, I mean, this last few days has been—it's been rough on my lungs. I've had a terrible time, and I gotta go to heart doctor in the morning. I got a lung. I gotta go see. I gotta get my lungs looked at again, and and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, every time I try to take a breath, I'm feeling stuff rumble in my chest, and it's all because of the sin. That Adam and Eve got into in the Garden of Eden, that each and every one of us have to deal with sicknesses. Revelation 21 and verse 4 the Bible says there's not going to be any more sickness, there's not going to be any more of these aches and pains in these old bodies because these bodies are going to be changed. we're going to be like Him and that there will be no more death. Death did not wrap its cords around Jesus Christ nor will it wrap its cords around us. We're going to be raised victorious one day. All these bodies of the saints that lay in these hillsides around us, they're all going to be resurrected. Today, eight years ago, my father went home to be with the Lord. You know what? We planted that old body in the ground. But there's coming a day it's going to be raised incorruptible. In other words, that cancer is not going to win. The cancer may have won down here, but it's not going to win in the end. The heart problems that we have may win down here. The lung problems that we have may win down here, but they're not going to win in the end. These old bodies are going to be raised incorruptible, and these old bodies are going to be raised with bodies that cannot no longer get sick. And these old bodies are going to no longer are going to be able to die. That's what the born again have to look forward to, Folks. That's what the saved, the redeemed have to look forward to. No more sickness, no more pain, no more suffering. Our new bodies are going to be incorruptible. Unable to taste the sufferings and the sicknesses of this old life which was tainted by sin. We shall be like Him in that we will never depart from our loved ones again. You know, today I know my mother's having the time. I talked to her a little bit this evening. Her heart's broken. But there's coming a day when we'll no longer be parted. There's coming a day when our loved ones, our grandparents, you know, I uh you know, again, you know, I recently was down in Patrick County, Virginia, where our ancestors had last settled in. And upon the monument that stands very tall in the cemetery, under the Lybrook name and up on the top is the letters IHS. And I asked Aaron, I said, Aaron, won't you look it up for me? I, I just don't understand what it says and what it means. And it was an ancient... Word for Jesus, which shows the faith that they had in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, one day, one day I'm going to see them, those old ancestors. I've got pictures of them today, but you can't talk to a picture, but there's going to be a day when I'm going to be talking to my friends and family that have gone on before. God's going to be He's going to reveal some things unto us that, folks, I'm telling you, we look at life today with amazement. I mean, I do. I I look at birth and I think, how amazing birth is. I look at these bodies and I think, how amazing! How amazing is this body put together? I'm sorry, but uh, evolution had no part in my body. That took a, a master designer. That took a master architect. And he done it amazingly. There's no possible way that this could have been an accident of a swamp hole somewhere. This come out of the mind of the master architect of the universe. And one day, we're going to be like it. I don't know about you, but that excites me. That excites me. May God help us to see that is our prayer. Let's all stand, please. (coughs) Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, tonight as we bow before your throne, I do thank you, Father, for this blessed church for her goodness and our kindness, Lord, for our Christian brotherhood. And Lord, I pray that you will help us to be mindful of what our future looks like. Help us, dear God, to get a picture of what our forever home is going to be like with new bodies, no sicknesses, new minds, no death. Help us tonight, dear God, to rejoice in the fact that these things, according to Thy Word, hath already been completed through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And that it is just yet to be awarded every believer. Lord, bless us tonight. We thank You for the great business meeting. We thank You for Your goodness to this body. Your continued help and growth.